Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, lovely Sledge Metal 11 co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Call me old hot fish on this episode. I don't. I will. Please. I will. I don't know why I said that. Of all the songs, I went with hot fish. Would that make me hot takes? You are hot takes, yes. <laughs> this is every album of the podcast. We listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography, more or less, per episode. Uh, and today, we'll be finishing up all of the regular, non-collaborative studio albums by Melvin's. Hell yes! Uh, and of course, as always, we got we got Robert, my brother, joining us because he's here for all the Melvin's episodes and a few others, but... Uh, guaranteed every Melvin every Melvin's episode. Say hello, Robert. Howdy. Uh, so yeah, go go and check out episode two or part two rather of Melvin's episodes in part one as well. You should be seeing links popping up. You, you can find them in the description as well. Uh, those were very very fun, very delightful. I love this band. We all love this band. That's why we keep doing this, and we're here for going on like the, probably hour five of talking about this band it's bittersweet yeah <laughs> we still we're still going to be covering all the eps and collaborative albums in a loose end uh patreon members get to get access to those first uh when we do them uh but yes yeah, speaking of patreon patreon.com slash every album ever if you want to help support us get episodes early uh the loose ends, loose ends episodes uh, as well as bonus episodes 20 percent off all merch like i'm wearing some of the merch right now and of course tier two gets to jump the line and actually get us to cover the bands that you want us to cover so that's very nice and good we have a whole bunch more patreon requests coming up which should be interesting at least oh yeah this <laughs> this year it's it's gonna get weirder it's gonna get weirder. We are, are <laughs> we gotta throw in someone people like uh, a band, some band that someone likes at some point. But if it's if it's up to us, it's all just weird ass obscure shit. I got a few popular ones I'd want to do, but you know, Patreons be Patreon and yes, they so. do. Yes, they do. Uh, plugs up front, Robert. What you got? I host a monthly radio show on NTS Radio called The Athenian Marketplace. That's uh. You want uh you know more of my taste of music that mm. goes pretty deep. <laughs> oh, it goes deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. And uh you can follow me on Instagram, hoodpass.wick. And um music. Uh, music. music. I released an album. Oh last my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh out of Korea. It's an album by the Athenian Marketplace. Hell yeah. You'll be sh- you should if you're on YouTube, you'll be seeing things on the screen and all that shit. Um yeah, and if you if you like the video, you know, like oh, if you want, you know, okay, all right, you know, you get it, okay. Uh, also, Spotify playlist on this era of the Melvins. This is uh, what is it, 2012 to 2021? Yes. Uh, we got plays associated with all the episodes as well as every Melvins episode. Different playlists for different eras, and it's all fine and good and wacky dacky. Link in the description. And I think is that it for plugs? I think that is it for plugs. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so we're back here once again. For more Melvins and uh, I don't know how you got, how y'all feel. Uh, you know, it took 20 years, but uh, I, I finally got a little bit fatigued this round. Really? Yes. I still enjoyed it. I still finished it faster than a lot of episodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Melvin's fatigue. That's why we separate these episodes by 10 weeks. So yes. we don't burn ourselves out on a band that yes. we love. But uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll be covering two double albums here, and I think that's what yeah, that's what did me in. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that's true. Uh, one of them's a quadruple, yeah, at least. Oh, so yeah. yeah, 
th- this era, because every every era that we've covered has been very distinct. This one, I think, I find to be the most interesting. This this era is. I don't. I don't know. It's 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 not weird, weird, but it's kind of like, hey, we're we're the Melvins, and this is what we sound like, and this is what we're gonna keep doing. And our friends in the butthole surfers are going to show up a lot. A lot. A lot. I felt like this group of albums was kind of maybe the most consistent. Really? The hardest to pick. Like, I already know your it? best personal favorite. I already know what it is. <laughs> Don't. I, I actually, I, I, I feel like know what it is. I try to guess like what your guys would be. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. So I, many of these are kind of equal. I felt that way as well. Like I, I kind of have an idea what Alex is going to pick for, for words, but I me don't, too. I don't know <laughs> for sure. Cause that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so like by toward the end of it, I was like this, they're all like still good. They're not like, you know, uh, well, I think a couple of them are like fan makers, but, uh, really, I, I don't know if they have that in this in this era. There's stuff I like a lot. There's, don't get me wrong. There were moments where like they still got it, man. They no, they still got they it. They still got it. They still got it. They still plenty of things, but in terms of if someone was like, Oh, I want to get into the Melvins. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would recommend anything from this. I wouldn't maybe not first, but not, they, no, not right off the bat. But Unless you happen to hear like a Beatles cover and oh, it's yeah. like, hey, that's a That's not really like it's it's a for easy for, introduction, I think, for somebody that's just barely maybe easy introduction. Uh but inaccurate, yes, misleading introduction. Yes. Yeah, that, that is it. For this era. For this era, it's not that yeah. misleading because th- there's so m- there are more covers than they've ever been here. Mm-hmm. And I I love Melvin's covers because they're always the most unassuming songs. It's not like the Beatles aren't insanely popular, mm-hmm. but you don't expect a sludge metal band to be covering the Beatles, so it it adds that layer of like, ah, oh, that's that's neat, that's cute. And then other stuff that you know, I, I don't even recognize it because I never heard the original stuff. It's like Good choice of covers. I think yes. the, the greatest yeah. covers. I, uh, that I, I would agree. Rock. Yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, as this history of our podcast shows, we usually are not fans of covers, unless it, it gets real tiresome. People don't know how to make the song their own, yeah. but uh, they always not with do the, they do something. They always do something with it. Release more cover albums for all I care. They're the only band who I who I listen to cover albums of. <laughs> Is that a sentence? The only band who I like their covers, basically. Yeah. Uh, it, it's delightful. But the thing that makes this the most, at least to me, the most interesting era is because... I mean, just the lineup. The lineups are the most this batshit. The least inconsistent. Wait. Like, lineups. Like, someone's dropping... Like, it feels like every album... Almost like a collab album, like, like each album. Bass players are dropping in. You and mean out. the least consistent? Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lineup wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. lineup wise, oh, yeah, not yeah. music wise. It's just like maybe yeah. I think two albums have the same members back to back out of all nine that we're going to be covering. Yeah, everything, every it's just and what it, what it struck me as like they finally like accepted like. We, we the Melvins are bass player. We don't have a bass player. We are Dale and Buzz, and we're gonna do whatever the hell we want from album to album. See how it goes. Get who we got. And these days, as of 2022? Yes, is indeed. that how you say it? Twenty twenty two. I guess you know Steve McDonald is like the he's big, the guy. Yeah, but 
Not even all the time. Not even all the time. He comes in like midway. He's here. the most stable. He's the most stable. He's been uh, there since 2016. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is a while now, which a time flies. But uh, I, I love Stephen Donald. I, I think he fits in so well with them. Just like the wackiness, his crazy suits. I, uh, I love the guy. Yeah. I think he's great. I think I've only seen them twice with him. I haven't really seen too much of them with, with Steve. I never got to live. see him with them. I saw them with Pinkus. That was the last time I saw mm. them. I saw them with, with Steve fun. once. Um, and also Red Cross was playing the same show. And I, I never, I only heard the first EP by Red Cross, but uh, they're fun. They're fun mm. band live. Very, I mean, it's, it's dancey, happy, fun, rocking. It's Steve McDonald through and through. Goddamn, that guy just has so much positive energy. I don't know what it is about. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, it is nine, right? That we covered? Three, six. Yeah, it's nine. So covering nine albums. Uh, first one came on 2012. And last one, of course, 2021. Uh, if you watched our 2021 year-end episode, you know we already talked about one of these albums. It was on my list. Uh, well, well, Mike mostly talked about it. So this time I'm gonna I will chime in, but let you guys talk more. Because when he picked that, I said, "Fuck that! I'm not listening to that." It's very, <laughs> it's big album. It's a very yeah. long album. Uh, but so okay, uh, out the gate, uh, there's a weird lineup, but it's also uh, kind of stupid because it's released under Melvin's light when. Yeah. I, if, if I guess at the time they thought like, oh, we're not going to be doing these weird spinoff albums all the time. Yes. And they proceed to release seven more spinoff albums like that I, that aren't under Melvin's light. I think also like um, Jared and Cody were still in the band when this came out. Okay. That makes more so, sense. So, yeah. It wasn't, and it's weird because Jared and Cody don't really <laughs> like leave they don't really leave but they just, <laughs> just taper them off yeah yeah <laughs> it's such they stop calling it back it's, i can't think of another band that did that where it's like they did that yeah. yeah i mean but, but that, that's, that's why, why I, the melvins are the melvins that's why i love these <laughs> albums so much because it's like I, we just bring in our buddies whenever we want yeah to see, and maybe this guy will sound good on this track uh, I, I, i'm curious to know how these albums i are think made. that was kind of by design even with the big business lineup after uh Kevin Rutmanis yeah. situation. They're like, they didn't want to go through that again. We can't so. ever love again. So therefore, everyone's yeah. at, everyone's just a booty call. Yeah. <laughs> but by the way, I can't believe Freak Puke is going to be ten years old. I can't believe, dude. It. That's ins- yeah, that's insane. It's oh man. I remember when it dropped like it was yesterday. I was very excited for. It. I can't. I can't believe it. We're old. Oh my god. But anyway, we should probably start. If you're yes, ready, yes, please. So we got a lot to cover. This came out 2012, like we keep saying. This is Freak Puke. I forgot how good this album was. It's been oh yeah. It's been a minute since I've gone back to it. Dude, man, the bass on here. Trevor Dunn of Mr. Bungle and Tomahawk, of course. Doing stand-up bass. Yep. But with with a bow. He's with using a bow. a bow. Which is uh Great. Much better. Also, I think I said in episode one, that was the first version of the Melvins I saw live. Was really? Tre- Trevor Dunn, and they were doing Lysol. Oh, my God. What a hell of a show. Yeah. Insane stuff. Yeah, this this intro is scary. I love, yes. I love this. I, did, I debated, fat, but I'm like, no, it's, it's great. Yeah. Misleading of the song entirely <laughs> but still but also it's this like this the the whole stand-up bass aspect makes this like stand out in their in their discography yeah. it's a very it's a very cool album 
Yeah, it is. It is the only album of its kind in their discography. I was mm-hmm. hoping there'd be some more stand-up stuff, stand-up bass, uh, but this is pretty much it. I don't know what it is about this album, but it, to me, it kind of feels like the last of a certain era of theirs. Really? This one? Yeah. After this, it feels like kind of what this group of albums is kind of like. Like mm. the next album feels more like what we're gonna yeah. get more of. Yeah. This one only fits in because it's a strange lineup, I think. So good. This song is fantastic. It's actually a good pop song. It is. It's no, wonderful. I, I like how it's just... It's weird how it's like... It's always just the Melvins, but bringing in something different. Like, I don't know. They're, they're the kings of doing that. And Dale's drumming, I mean, he's known as a hard-hitting guy, but this is like, you know, this is oh, it's it's beautiful. He went, he went softer here than on the, uh, the, the acoustic, acoustic album. album. <laughs> 100%. But it's appropriate. That's what's, in, that's what's important. He's probably using brushes, maybe. Yeah. production I think I mean it's super live sounding but ultimately I think that is the weakest part of the whole is the really? production because that guitar tone is like the it gets worse on another album but it is like the reason I hate the, a lot of the sounding the sound of, of, of some Melvin's albums I hope Toshi's listening to this <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he does all the ones I like too though yeah, yeah no uh, that that mid-tone it's just so prominent it's just, and what it, what it does ends up just taking all the power out of any of these songs uh even though i think they're all pretty much great songs I, for the most part i really like it that's great uh and you're not really sure if you're gonna get bangers on this album but you got um baby won't you weird me out hell yeah hell yeah good song and then like uh because we were talking about covers uh, this is how powerful the Melvins are. I let me roll it. I never even fucked with that song. Really? It's a great song. Before I heard the Melvins version. Oh man. Oh, I love it. And that's just how good they are. They're fantastic. How yeah. good they are. I never like was like, hey, let me throw on that Paul McCartney jam. Great unexpected pick. What? Recover. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. amazing. I mean, I uh, uh you don't like that first wings album? No, I do. Okay. I'm just like you never really I think I would out. just like throw it on yeah. I, I was never like that's the so- that's the fucking right, song right. and then i heard the melvins do it i heard yeah. th- i think i heard this version before the original yeah made me go back to the original and now i yeah so do you know that uh one wing song love take me down to the streets i'm if it's on the first album i have not heard it sorry i'm fu- it's a it's a <laughs> joke from uh that movie role models they uh, made a they made a fake wing song uh, they actually damn. like recorded idiot yeah, stupid sorry damn. sorry i thought you saw it's it like- <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a wing song anyways i i digress uh so look, bangers yes and a growing disgust i think is it's one of their best songs i can't get it out of my fucking head like for the past mm. whole week, I just, uh, uh, and it's funny because that that song, just the way it's written, really reminds me of the big business era stuff. But like, like I mean, why does it? I mean, it's still I, the I same guy it's writing still, it. It's yeah. still like part of it, technically. Yeah, but, uh, but just the way it's written, like uh, you can kind of pinpoint which time period it is based on how the songs are kind of, are mm-hmm. put together. Uh, 
which is neat. I think it's a very neat thing. I w- I was taken aback by um, Holy Barbarian. Mm, like, yeah. Heck oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was giving me like flashbacks to playing Mortal Kombat too. As a really? Like really? Deadpool. Really? Oh shit! Yeah. Interesting. I, I thought that's like I don't really use the term beautiful with the Melvins, but that song is is nice, dude. So that song, it's ugly, but it's also pretty and it's ugly. It's an oxymoron mm-hmm. in the song. It's 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 wonderful. Strange, strange. It's still kind of doomy too, though. Yeah. Um, for me, I think the most memorable track back when I first heard it and still You're this gonna time. You're going to say Warm Fro. Yeah, Warm Fro. I fucking knew it. I like dude, it. No, it's a good song. <laughs> it goes into uh, it's like a this good. weird thing at like at the one thirty mark, like just turns into like this completely different song. It, let's get to yeah. taste. Hell yeah. Let's get to taste. Because that first chunk isn't for me, but as soon as that, that comes in. Hell yeah. I like the riffing in the beginning. You said 130? Yeah. That bass sounds so good. section i also i think it's quite a, a skill to record a, a weird song that's not off-putting oh yeah oh yeah they they never go they never go full b-fart god you know, damn this is so I, I used strange. this example on the b-fart episode but this also gave me similar vibes of like a disney villain <laughs> song yeah yep yep 100 yep. percent I think uh, that's fair. I don't love everything on here. I don't, I don't care much for Leon vs. Revolution, um, nor the Teletrack or uh, Tommy Goes Berserk. I like Tommy Goes Berserk because <laughs> it's a very like moody album. And then Tommy Goes Berserk, you get like some what I call like wipers psychedelia uh-huh. because I feel like it's not like full blown psychedelic rock. It's like how the wipers do it which the right, right. love so it uh, makes that sense one, that one grew on me actually i, I mean around seven uh, seven minutes ten seconds that's where it kind of gets real dark and creepy and mm-hmm. it, it changes but before that it's just long and jammy and i i, I am i'm tuning out i know you don't, yeah that's yeah the thing. but i mean the ending is fucking wacky and experimental as shit i i think there's even gargling sounds on there yeah like, um <laughs> this is probably too obscure of a reference but it reminded me of this like Krautrock album called AR and Machines. They have this track where it's like making funny vocal sounds or whatever uh-huh. through delay. It's really weird like that. That's why people come here though for the weird, yeah. most insane. Check it out. Yeah. 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 People need to check that out. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, this is yeah one of the most unique albums in, in their whole catalog. Uh, strange that they didn't put, they didn't do more with Trevor. Like they like this anyway, because they I, have like one other song where he's on stand-up mm-hmm. bass, but nothing like this. I think they're Strange. touring pretty heavily with them, I think, for this album, weren't they? That sounds about right. Maybe. I I feel like I was like seeing the Melvins live every time, and then I just kind of like tapered off, and then and I was just like in a haze, and then it's like, oh, it's been years since I've seen the Melvins. Mm. So uh, on my to-do list, if... Uh, re-see the Melvins. Re-see the Melvins for the hundredth time. When they're not playing with Ministry, though, I have no interest. In... You like Ministry? No, it's it's not that I don't like them. I've just heard mixed things about them live. So, and then it, uh, this current tour is like 
Melvin's opening for them. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, I don't. Right. Anyway, I, don't I, I think I'd like yeah. to see Al before I die. Yeah. That guy's really <laughs> likable. I like that guy. <laughs> he's out of his mind. I think he's great. Uh, we have, yeah, good album. I still think the, the production is like the biggest problem. It's just so empty. And I like the liveness and the coldness of it. It's very cold mm-hmm. and lonely sounding album. But the parts where they're trying to go hard, I think uh, it's a little bit, a little bit uh, underwhelming because of it. But a cool album regardless. Yes. Now, next, next, next. This is the first. Wait, there's only, we're only covering one cover covers album, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. There's so yeah. many covers, you know, later yeah, throughout. Yeah. Yeah. So this like- is the only actual covers album that right. we're going. Okay. So this came out 2013. This is Everybody Loves Sausages. I know Alex likes this. Hell yeah, I do. It's a classic song. <laughs> fucking Venom. Yeah. Let's With Scott do. Kelly on vocals. It was funny. I had... I listened to this album a lot when it came out. Um, but again, it's been a while. And I'm like, those are some Scott Kelly-ass vocals. And sure enough. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Also, it's uh, it's funny, like, how it's kind of like War Pigs. Yeah. But it's not... It's not Sabbath. I don't think I've ever heard the original. I, I like it better than War Pigs. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah, like I said, it's a Venom song. But. War Pigs is one of those overrated songs that I still love <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> I don't think it's overrated. This song is so strange. I guess when you take like a crazy unhinged band like Venom and you you do it through the lens of yeah. of Melvin's, it's gonna it's killer riffs though, just yeah. ugly, and then all of a sudden you get this, which is just fucking Judas Priest esque and fucking uh, it's great. I always try to imagine what it must have been like to hear it when it first came out. Well, the original, the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was wild. They try to do like that, um, that like 80s metal production on yep. the vocal. Yep. Yeah. The slapback reverb and stuff. That's what that calls. God damn. And, and, and Scott Carr is even affecting his voice in a way that it sounds very, yes. like he's not doing his standard neurosis stuff. So the, this is like their best covers. Oh, well, I think, I think it's better. I mean, compared to the, the Crybaby? Yes. That's going to be the hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, I, I. Didn't like that album very much, yes. but this this is a, this is wonderful. I mean, everything on here is good. Um, uh, this dude. really sounds like well, the Crybaby sounded like uh, each and every song was just so distinct yeah. and a separate production from the next. This one, you got a range of guests, yep. but it all feels like they're friends with all the Absolutely. guests. And it's all like yep. cohesive yeah. and. And then yeah, big business is only on four tracks, but right. this is the this is the album that feels like the the end of an era, if you will. Oh, good. Yeah, we don't. Well, we get them maybe once. We more. We get them once more, yeah. but yeah, this it's kind it. of like this. This is it. Uh, they cover. I mean, the the fact that that song is followed up with a cover of Best Friend from oh, Queen. It's like <laughs> what? Come on! When, it's like, like synth driven. I was gonna say there's cool. like wacky synth on there. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, Cody and Jared are on there. Um, I'm like, I never even liked that song, but it's a great cover. Mm. Uh, the only one I couldn't, like I, my dislike of the song couldn't let me accept it was Black Betty. I, 
it's I love it. I love it. I I wish because there's a few like 11 minute songs on here. Yeah. I wish it was like 11 minutes. So. <laughs> oh, Black Betty. Well, it's the better because like there's something about that song I like, but I always found like the vocals off putting. And then so it's just like the Melvin's fixed. It. Not only that, it's way faster. That's why it's faster. I get buzz vocals. Like what's not what's not to like? It is a good cover. And Jared and Cody sound great on there as well. Yeah. Uh, you got some Mark Arm on Set It On Fire. That's mm, what I thought that- was funny because <laughs> the last covers album was like, oh, uh, is it JG Thrill? I thought it sounded yeah. like Mark Arm, and then Mark Arm actually is on the next <laughs> yeah. cover. JG Thrill was on here as well. Yeah, he, it sounds way better than he did on the Crybaby, by that's, the way. Mm. That's my favorite track on the album. Which one is it again? Uh, station to Station. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Station oh, to Station, yeah. another much like. I, I, I knew that song better and would listen to it, but much like Let Me Roll It, after the Melvins version, I'm just like. I never realized how fucking heavy Station to Station is. Oh, yeah, it's so good. So good. Uh, It's one of those unique songs where all the parts are different from each other, but it still sounds like the same song, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how I feel about Halo Flies, which will come to you much, much later. Uh, But what was it? Um. And I'm also really happy, like, this, this, the, the choice of covers on here, I think, is so delightful because they cover uh, Attitude by the Kinks. Uh, and I think the drummer for Blondie is on there for some reason. Oh, nice. Is, yeah. well, I don't know why, but uh, it's, why, right. not? why not? Fuck uh, it. Yeah. And then I made you guys listen to it before we recorded the Roxy Music cover right. with um, with Jello, our favorite. Uh, yeah, yes, that's right. And Every Dream Has a Heartache. It's this song about a blow up doll. This... Every Dream Home a Heartache. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm all tongue tied. But uh, and, and Kevin uh, Romanus is on there. As oh, well. there you go. That's kind of like a super group right oh, there. I. Love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And Jello's voice is weirdly he bought, appropriate. He bought it down a little bit. It's still him, but um, the original is still kind of creepy, which is, yeah, it's appropriate because the Brian Ferry does kind of have wacky, wacky yeah. vocals. So it makes sense. Dude, because hearing, hearing the original, I like, even if I didn't know Jello saying this cover, mm-hmm. it sounds like a Jello line. Like it does it, when, yeah. it gets, when it gets when you know when it gets super loud. That's like a very Dead Kennedys esque vocal line. Yeah. Like, oh, then I mean, it's just a, a very smart choice. You know what's cover. really funny about that song? When this album first came out, they had like a preview on some website, and they only mentioned uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Jello was on it. He wasn't listed. So yes. when I listened to it, I thought it was him singing. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> man. He sounds rough. <laughs> then I found out it was Jello. I was like, oh, this isn't weird at all. <laughs> no, all of a sudden, it becomes very normal. Like, uh, oh, it sounds uh, pretty good. Uh, like, that's our weird Jello beyond for bias. <laughs> and then I feel like this album also kind of starts the, like, garage rockification of the Melvins with things like uh, Timothy Leary Lives. Yeah. That is a... Um, I think the cover doesn't quite live up to the original for that one. Who really? does the original? They're, they're, uh, the Popopies. Popopies. Oh, uh, the original is one of the best punk songs. Really? I need to yeah. check it out. So, Just lyrically, it's it's like that. It's like the perfect uh, comedy punk song. Because mm. I'm fast, because that's not the only time they cover them. And it says it has members of Bungle and Faith No More, but it doesn't have, I don't know who the hell is in it. Okay. Uh, it's Trevor, I think. It's Trevor. And bass, probably. Mm. So I'm on their Wikipedia. So obviously, the, you mean... Definitely Faith and More. You got Billy Gold, Mike Borden, Roddy Bottom, all of Faith and More. They're probably much. just in there doing like the backing. Uh, but this is, this is punk band from 81. Yeah. Uh, and then Trace Bruins was in there. I mean, I'm sold. I'm absolutely sold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So there's that one, and there's also uh, Tales of Terror, which I never got around to listening to Tales of Terror. Uh, I feel like it's one of the ones that I probably should have. Uh, apparently, they are a big uh, inspiration for the grunge scene. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's um, I saw all these songs. They actually cover all these bands. They did two cover songs for each of these bands, and then released it through EPs. And then this is just like one. EP after the other? Yeah, and then of course the resale value is fucking oh fucking well that's why they they put out that seven inch uh, shit sandwich right oh it was it was it's called like shit sandwich and the the B side was and you just took a bite like mm. it was like, it was like a, a seven inch with nothing on it I believe it and they just <laughs> sold it because they know people who would spend ridiculous amounts of money on rare records yeah yeah um there, i have a few few holes in my melvin's collection and i was some of them aren't meant to be filled no <laughs> yeah. no so uh i just gotta accept that uh who else we got in here scientists never heard never heard them but that's that's the mark arm yeah that's mark arm's but it's a good Sound song fire. uh the jam art school by the jam um very cool as well and then uh the the most interesting cover of all is the throbbing gristle thing which isn't even a throbbing gristle song this is kind of like a tribute to yeah it's named after one of their albums yeah. which is a creepy fucking album um heathen earth and it's like it's it's they say it's done in the style of throbbing gristle but it's still more musical than throbbing gristle ever was <laughs> that is bad i am horrified to do a deep dive on they're and, uh, scary like i mean if, if you can make music scary that's the, the yeah. band i would go to i think yeah. we're gonna hear more of their influence on some of these albums <laughs> if it's so. fucking yeah i'll see you on the throbbing gristles episode dude oh. there's no way he's not on that right i would love to do throbbing <laughs> gristle shit we're gonna get requests for them now uh not that I, I dislike that uh but yeah like i mean unique takes on song plus it's all melvin's dow it's just fun uh, obviously, it's not going to be like their best album, but it, it is 100% one of the only covers albums I'll ever, ever go back to. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, I I feel like um, as a heavy music fan, the like go-to thing everyone thinks of is like Garage Inc. by oh, Metallica. Yeah. But even if you don't know that those songs, it feels like a fucking covers album. This just feels like a Melvin's it does. album. Because they've, they've just been Melvin's. Yeah. Uh, and even with all the guests, it doesn't even matter. Like you got uh, Tom Hazelmeyer, Tom Hazelmeyer on Art School. Uh, he's he's a guy who from Halo Flies who started uh, Amrap, mm -hmm. and he's on a few other things. But uh, it's like little things like that where like it's like full of guests that pr most normal people don't give a shit about. But I'm like, oh, cool! It's the guy from <laughs> Halo Flies. Uh, it's always done in such like a a seamless way. It's it's never. I, it's like a, this feels like a backhanded compliment, but it's it's not. It's like you said, it's just the Melvin. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, last thing before I forget, fucking John Waters and Divine made a song. Oh yeah, was it female, female trouble? Female yeah. trouble. Oh, I did. I just thought that it was like a song that shared a title with the movie. I didn't realize it was for the fucking John Waters movie. I think Divine sing the original. I think. Yeah. It, oh yeah. shit. I have to see the movie still. <laughs> I'm afraid to watch any of I those movies. I saw it once when I'm, I was like a teenager. It's fucking wild. Um, <laughs> it's probably funny. I've only seen, uh, pink flamingos as far as that goes. Yeah. yeah. That movie's horrifying. I only saw the one scene. I mean, <laughs> this is the, you know what? I like Joe Dorowski. I should be, I should be fine. I should I be so. fine with yeah. those two movies. But anyway, cool covers album, but let's move on.
You ready? You ready? You ready? Yes, sir. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. This uh, 2013 as well. This is Tres Cabronas. I could have did the accent, but I chose not to. Mm. <laughs> Tres Cabrones. Yeah, Cabrones. Um, this is one of my most neglected albums going into this. Many of these are neglected for me, so yeah. this is one of them as well. And this is what they, I think they dropped the cute names. It's like, but the 1983 lineup. Yeah, Los Melvins. Huh? Is it say Los Melvins? Los, that'd be funnier. It's on the cover, I think. Is, is it? it? <laughs> so we got Dale on bass and uh, Dillard on drums. That is uh, a, it's such a neat thing. Like, you know what? different gentlemen let's just get the old guy let's just bring him back for one last hurrah for like the 10 there's probably more than 10 fans that like that, yeah yeah well i mean the the mangled demos came out before this yeah so or was it around the same time it was probably before and i think it was before. and then it probably okay. like sparked interest and dude buzz is so wacky he sounds he, these are almost mike patton as vocals he's just going he, all over the place he was hanging out with patton and jello before recording this song he hangs out with them a lot doesn't he hey, can you guess my favorite song on the album uh tie my pecker to a tree <laughs> good guess dude i know um, you motherfucker well i don't know if it's my favorite i don't know if i, have a I favorite, know but, but it's no. an honorable mention I in know the you. army <laughs> you gotta play some of it no. uh um, well I like tie my pecker because it's the right amount of absurdity. Like it just like it doesn't wear its welcome out. It's just funny, it's like a segue almost. Yeah, that's we should mention pretty quick because that that opening was a pretty serious Melvin song, and our uh, it's track four. Tie my pecker to a tree comes on, and it is. Well, put it on. Oh, sure. We have a, we have an idea of what we were hearing, and they're gonna do a lot more of this kind of stuff. Sure will. <laughs> I was working out when I heard this. I was like, what? Come on. Let's go work out some. What's going on here? <laughs> okay. We well, get the idea. All right. So it's, it's, a, it's a novelty song. There's two more of those, too. Uh, and I think that is my. They're covers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically. Uh, I, you know. I saw 99 bottles of beer on the wall and I thought it'd be like a cute little segue song. And it kind of is a segue song, but I was like, yeah, this fucking works. That's and my favorite of all the novelties. Yeah. yeah. So they start uh, yelling beer. Yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. It plays right into, I told you I was crazy. Like that it's song. rules. Yeah. It's Great just a song. good one, two punch right there. Yeah. That's not, I mean, those ambient, almost circus, circus sounding organs in the beginning are fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think, and then Buzz is doing some like almost Iggy Pop style vocals. Yeah, I think because it's a uh, assortment of like covers and I don't want to say like reimagined songs, but you know, a few of these songs did pop up on like singles and EPs and they just kind mm -hmm. of like put a, a like stamp on it. So this, uh, I think this is more. Oh, no, finish your thought. Oh, that was about it. They just kind of like. Well, you know, they're drifting out there in space. Let's just like Put them solidify on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, I did. I, I mean, th this is probably my least favorite sounding album uh, production wise out of everything here. Because uh, it's like super busy. It's like it's just, every song mm -hmm. has a million things going on at once. Uh, a lot of overdubs. It's heavily distorted. But again, that fucking 
that guitar tone, it's just so, it's so mid-head. There's so many fucking mids. And it's just, I don't know. It just sounds how like- sco- How just, scooped are they? Just so, <laughs> so scooped. Couldn't get more scooped. I don't think they're scooped. But like, <laughs> Isn't that the obvious? It's opposite. It's opposite. But, uh, it sounds like it's coming out of like a, a broken speaker when you crank the mids that much. Mm. I just hate the sound. I'm sure a lot of people are fine with it, but uh, it's like, this is the peak where it's like the most like that, I think. Um, it kind of tones down in the albums after this. It but, does say low smell. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes. Uh, but I, I mean, what was it? Stump Farmer is strong, strong too. I think I felt like Buzz hadn't sounded that much like Buzz in a long time because the past few and then even in later on, he's doing a lot more vocal harmonies, a lot more gentle. Yes. Uh, but that he's doing is he's doing his whole, his it's, whole thing. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, stick him, bitch. That's fun. Stick him, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the Papa Pies cover. Yeah, it's not a super strong album, but you know, it's it's, uh, stronger than it seems on the surface. 100%. Uh, I, I, the last three tracks, I'm, I'm out, I'm out pretty much in the army, which is another novelty song. And then Walter's lips, I like it more than stick and bitch, honestly, but, uh, they, they feel uh, like, oh, like they started out with this, this really crazy, almost just strange writing with like the, obviously you told you I was crazy where it's just, you got some weird stuff in there. You got the novelty songs and then it ends with just two garage rock mm-hmm. punk songs and it just, they feel somehow just wonky. Like it feels like uneven. It does. Um, I like it, but American Cow almost feels like out of place because it's just this big, heavy American. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still like it. No, it's, and Buzz it's goes gr- wild. Yeah. No, it. no. I like that. It might be my favorite song on the album. Yeah. But, um, but like uh, speaking of like just the performances, Mike on drums, like he's he's fine. He's like he's 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 good I, enough to not be distracting. I, but I do miss Dale. Yeah, I mean, if if I wasn't like if you told me it was Dale, I'd believe you. So uh, it's if I mean if you lied to me and told me it was Dale, I'd be like, all right, but he's it's mixed really low and mm-hmm. he's not doing anything crazy because the drums are mixed way lower than everything mm-hmm. else. And I'm sure that was a on guitar purpose. heavy album, probably. I yeah, think. yeah. Don't have that 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 power that Dale brings. Yeah, so it's he's missed, but these are these they're not like bad songs because of it at all. Uh, but we got some more. We got some more, baby. Here we go. This is 2014's Hold It In. Now we got we got a couple butthole surfers on this one. Yes. Please check out that episode. It's episode 40-something. People like it. Watch that one, please. I kind of like... Not that we're like fam- that kind of like made us. But all surfers got yeah. us all our fans. Yes, that, that and yes. was like the most views, most views, and the most new people have. Like, uh, they're all because of that episode. <laughs> like, <why>? yeah. <laughs> well, hey, maybe it'll help this episode. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm. Uh, I'm glad I can say I'm. I'm forever grateful to the butthole surfers. I already was, but I'm now. We, I'm we all yeah. should be in some way or another. <laughs> I love this, this song. This is a great song. This feels like. It's just kind of like uh, I remember hearing this and thinking, okay, how would I categorize this? They're kind of like it's not super heavy like the earlier stuff. Uh, I think it's, it's, oh, it's kind of like grunge. It's kind of like grunge. I think it's pretty. This is pretty fucking heavy, and also it feels like even though I don't, not like special attraction or novelty, but it's like you know we had all these gimmicks. Yeah. 
going into this, and this is still gimmicky, and I don't mean that in like a bad way, but um, God damn, I, you know, going into this, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, and this, I think this is the best. Best personal favorite. Best album. Dude! <laughs> Holy shit! We what's going on here? What, what's going on? There we go. We did it. We did it. I can't believe we came together. I, I'm blown away. It's amazing when me and Mike yeah. do it, but all three of us, you are the this, wild card. This guy's a maniac. <laughs> this guy's a fucking... That was my final wild card. This <laughs> album is, is I imagine awesome. it wasn't even Robert's best. He just heard us say it, and then he he's feeling left out. <laughs> uh, this album rules. This is So this has got Paul Leary and Jeff Pincus. We also covered Paul Leary's solo, most recent solo albums. Check that out as well. Uh, and Pincus will be here for off and on for a while. Yes. Uh, I was uh, never, I was not expecting this to be this much of a Melvin's album. I, I didn't know what my picks were going to be going into this. And then uh, I listened to this. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And then it, this held. It Hell held yeah. the yeah. whole way. Yep. This has that flow of a great album. Absolutely. Like, beginning to end. I mean, I didn't know if you guys were going to go for that for best because of like the, the last track, you know? Oh, I, th- yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, that's the, the but that's most classic, difficult. How, that's how, classic Melvin. See, House so, of Gasoline? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like, dude, the, the creepy bass line on, uh, let me, let me pull this up. Was it about here? Yeah, it pretty much goes into like, oh, uh, around the 530 mark. <laughs> I think more gurgling sounds come in. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I know I the, the fucking organs are on 830. We all have timestamps for yeah, the same yeah. song. <laughs> so this one, uh, yeah. I think that like, this one is will scare off people for sure. But I don't find it to be any worse than any of the their other long experimental songs. Like compare this to fucking Spread Eagle Beagle. I'm choosing this one 100 percent of the time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I would agree. And then because um, I feel like we're working in reverse. It's funny. Um, there's like this Instagram thing where I think it's I forget what it's called, but it's like out of context rap lyrics. And it was like Eminem, and it's like, call, yeah. call me piss pissed off or sing because I'm pissed off. And I'm like, that's not real. And I like listen to it. And I'm like, oh man, weird. And then I was like, oh shit, the Melvins pissed off or sing. The Melvins did it, but like when the Melvins do it, it's like, of course they have a, yeah, yeah. a song called Piss Pissed Off. I was trying Orson. to find out who did it first. Melvins. Yeah, that's of course. what I Melvins yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that song. Uh, you got Pincus singer, Pincus singing on there, and he sounds amazing in every song that he sings in. He has this, this classic does. hard rock wail, and he sounds way better than ever. I was not expecting a butthole surfer to sound like that. No. Well, what I, what I like is the Paul Leary vocals. And I oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's Paul Leary. That's Paul Leary. You can spot him anywhere when he screams. Oh, yeah. But that's actually like a nice song, like, it, like again, kind of like a pop song, and then I yeah. think... The end is like super Beatles, like magical mystery tour. And it's like a really nice transition into the next track. I really like the Paul Leary songs. Cause yeah, they're, they're so absurdly poppy compared to everything else. And they're, they're paced so perfectly. Mm-hmm. They're put exactly when you need them. Like, yeah, you, you listen to the opening track, which is this heavy, brutal thing. And then you get, you can make me wait right after with oh, robot I, Paul Leary vocals, yeah. which is like vocoder. I, yeah. yeah. I love that song. Um, Beautiful. I, I like when the Melvins dabble in the like electronic stuff and it's always dabbling. It's never, mm. 
that's I think the closest we got to that was some of the stuff on um on honky. Yeah. That we yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a great so, one. But yeah, it's just like yeah. Um it, fucking like nine yards. It's just like it's weird. It sounds like this very like specific alt metal thing in the nineties, but it's never it wasn't something the Melvins did, so it's like unique for them. Mm. It has like a I mean just the 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 mix of brutal sludge and poppy psycho rock, whatever the hell you want to call it. It, uh, it, it keeps it from ever dragging. Not that it's a long album. It's not a long album at all, but it, like it always, each new song is like, what are they doing next? It's always unpredictable, but not in a way that's like experimental sounding. Still, still feels like the same album. Yeah, exactly. I exactly think that. at first the Paul Erie song sounded most out of place, yeah. but, but then I just got used to it. Like, yeah. Like, on, especially on like third listen, the, when the Paul Leary song is coming in, you're like, fuck yeah, hell yeah. It's, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's more exciting somehow. Uh, also, there's this kind of something humble about like doing a super group thing, but you're just going to put it out as. <laughs> oh yeah. As a Melvin's uh, album. Uh, yeah. This is a total super. And it, uh, I mean, but it does sound like a Melvin's album. Uh, I gotta mention, gotta mention fucking onions make the milk taste bad. I, I think that's my favorite track on the album. I, God damn. I would agree. So good. When it, when it gets spacey, that song is rules. It's real good. It's real strong. Also, Sesame Street meat. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Great title too. <laughs> Great title. That bass sounds incredible there. I, that's one thing I, I learned through all these albums. Pincus's bass is badass. It's always somehow dirtier and heavier than every other bass player. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's, he's real fucking good at what real, he does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When I saw him playing, I think he was playing a aluminum flying V bass. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. W- was it a Kramer or a Travis Bean? Uh, it was like, uh, I think electric. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I still want one of those guitars, man. I'll never be able to afford one. Hmm. God damn. We all, unless we get some more patrons, unless we get <laughs> more patrons, buy me an aluminum guitar people. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this is, I wasn't expecting to, cause I, I mean, I'm unfamiliar with a lot of these albums, but I wasn't expecting one that I had. I forgot existed to be mm. this fucking good. Actually, this whole era is this kind of a haze to me. So mm. I'm, I'm glad we, we did this podcast oh, so yeah. I can know where I stand. Mm-hmm. I was going to say where real quick. Guys? I saw this video on YouTube and this guy was doing a rundown on the Melvin's albums. Mm-hmm. You know, like where to start off for somebody yeah. new to him. I think, I think he said, hold it in was like, you know, good, but not like one of the better ones. From He's the a fucking cocksucker. <laughs> you heard me. All right. Find this video. I was like, wait a minute. Wait. It's like, I don't no, I'm pretty sure it's the best one. It's a bit. No, it's fantastic. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. If if we had to rank all their albums, that's that's a whole other. That's I would a whole, never. That's would a whole never. different podcast. I though. hate ranks rankings in general because like. I think it was ra- ranking ones. for um, newcomers. Yeah, that makes more yeah. sense. You're not a cocksucker. I'm sorry, sir. It's uh, just got to get heated up. I'm very passionate, man. Uh, but this is a great album. It's great. It's awesome. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go back to this one for a long time. And uh Glad to get reacquainted with hell, it. Hell yeah. Yeah. But we got, got some more, baby. Cued. I'm going to talk. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm so good. We Do got it. another uh, another novelty album. This one very oriented around bass. Hence the title you will hear in a moment. We got Steve McDonald's first appearance. He's now with the band. Uh, we got the big business guys on here. We got Pinkus. We got Trevor Dunn. We got Chris Navasolik. And we got Mike Dillard uh, all over the place here. So this came and, on 26. Uh, and Dale. 
And Dale. Yeah. I mean, he's in the band. He's in the band, but uh, like on base. On base. <laughs> this came out 2016. This is Bases Loaded. I really, really like this song. This is a good opener. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Subtle, takes it's quiet, takes its time, and it's long, but it still works as an opener. Mm -hmm. Very, um, very epic. It, it feels like a while since they like nothing against hold it in, but. God damn the song rules. I mean this album just fucking Yeah. Yeah. Is good. Yeah, I could almost see this being kinda close yeah. to hold it in. This was close. Yeah. It was close for me, yeah. Get some of those buzz, buzz vocals. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I wasn't kidding when I said the song takes its time. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, I thought it was gonna happen already. I thought wrong. If you've never heard the Melvins and you're listening to this and you don't like this, get out. I mean, there's, this is this is wonderful. Well, this one uh, took a little longer to grow on me. I had just other favorites. Did it really? There's there's some really good songs in this album. Oh hell yeah! Can you guess my favorite? Uh, Tell me it's not it's, shaving it's, cream. It, it, shaving cream? No, but that one's good too. <laughs> uh, no, I like uh, hideous woman. Oh, oh it's great it. song. That's a mean oh, song. Great song. Also personal favorite. Oh, I think it, it was it was. Too good not to. It's fantastic not to give it an accolade. Yeah, and uh, and this, well, you know, I don't know. It's also like bittersweet. It's like the last big business song on That's here. Right? Which one is it? Is it Choco uh, Plumbing? Cho yep. Uh, which I was talking to Robert about, Robert about this. Uh, I had no idea that the Melvins were animated in <laughs> Uncle Grandpa. Oh, oh, I didn't either. I couldn't uh, believe it. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. There. It, and then they play that song. It's not the big business version. It's re-recorded. Yeah, did. for the show. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's delightful. They're in fucking Sunset Overdrive and they're in Uncle Grandpa. God damn it, man. I love this band. And mentioned only in passing in Juno. Not featured. Oh, I uh, think they I think they played Civilized Warm in that like awful Lindsay Lohan movie where she was like a stripper. Really? I think they played Civilized. I forget what the fuck that movie. Mean Girls? No, 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 no. That's a great movie. Get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> that is a great movie. Um, I never saw it. They're also featured in a True Detective episode, I think. Oh, that's the right. The good season. Well, the third season is good too, but the first season is Dude, the, the music on season, season one of True Detective is fucking rad. They play like Melvin's. They play Bosnian Rainbows, which is Cherry... Uh, Terry Genderbender and Omar. They play fucking Wu-Tang. Uh, get out of here. Anyways, yeah. yeah, this... I like this album because it does a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, it was very close, but 
hold it in. This felt more tighter. Yeah. Yeah. This more one funny, I felt the opposite. Really? I feel like hold it in had a little bit of everything and this one felt tighter. So the reason why I don't feel your, it, your picks say otherwise. Well, <laughs> it's because uh, this is the only. I mean, it, it was close, but I don't care for like the the nursery rhyme stuff so much. I mean, it's funny and it's mel and it's cute and very Melvin's you still. You gotta but, play uh, one minute and twenty three seconds of shaving cream. Uh, <laughs> wait, that into it or the, just uh, the, after at that okay, point? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, it's, it's the ending of the song. Yeah, I know what part you're talking about, and it, this made me think about butthole surfers, cunts, 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 and it's probably. <laughs> Yeah, this the repetitive cussing. Yeah, but the bass comes in; it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, you got this like cool percussion going in the background too. This is so wacky. You it's know what, so Robert? Wacky. You're right. Shaving cream is fucking awesome. <laughs> and like the first half is. You know, I mean, it's novelty songs. It's, it's not unlike the stuff from from Cheska Bonus. Um, Planet Destructo is fucking rad. It's unlike it's it's dreamy. There's some like jazz stuff on there. That's uh, Trevor Dunn on Stand Up Bass again. That's except, why I liked it. Except this time it has it's mixed well. I don't like it, and mm. I was disappointed by it. You got you got your wish, and you didn't. Yeah, it was, I mean, overall, like. Because the first half is like, all right, it's fine. And then then it goes full jazz in the middle. Of the, and it, and it, go, it just kind of takes off from there. But uh, I feel like it just kind of like went nowhere for most of it. I got horrible pogues, PTSD, on maybe I'm amused. Oh, I like that one. Oh, it's it's I cute. Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't love it either. I don't Unless love it it's Weird Al, I don't want to hear an accordion for a while. And Dude, the accordion oh, is pretty Of course, well. Nova Selleck's like, I gotta play the accordion. I'm yeah. sure he was, was his idea. Uh, when I, uh, <laughs> I think it was. Uh, when I heard that, it wasn't what I was expecting. No, I was expecting not to like it. but It's not a bad yeah. song. I'm just... It's fine. I don't love it either, though. It's hokey and it's goofy. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, what is it when you bring an accordion in, into it? Beer hippie fucking slaps. Um, oh, yeah. The first of many Be Beatles covers. Well, unless you count that Paul McCartney one. But uh, right, right. I uh, like how I want to. It's yeah. just the Beatles, but with Buzz singing. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's inconsequential overall. I didn't feel I'd hurt anything. It was cool. Um, what was it? Captain Come Down. Again, with, yeah. with fucking Pinkus on here. Uh, I mean, it's Pinkus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pinkus on Captain Come Down, and you then, really oh, honestly tell when it's him. It's just oh, yeah. whenever it's the most dirty, heavy fucking thing ever. Yeah, that, I like the one-two punch of that and Hideous Woman. Hell yeah! This is, and then that's the first McDo Steve McDonald appearance. No, the first no, the first track is Steve McDonald. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, that one in uh, I want to tell you, and then what was it? Uh, yeah, Hideous Woman after that. Um. And then Warpus, yeah, this, this, like, oh, Warpus uh, is great. Yeah, oh, this, this, as close as you can get to like a rockin' good time. Yeah. Heavy the, and macho. Yeah. 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 That's I mean, this. I mean, given the song title, you want it to be heavy and macho. Oh, right? yeah. It's, it's called gotta be. Warpus. Oh, yeah. I uh, like the, the title of Phyllis Dillard. I think it's yeah. very clever. Uh, I like the song too. It's, it's um, Mike Dillard on drums on that one. Um, and then you got to go. And then Mike loves a good ball game. Oh, uh, well, here's the thing. So the closer is take me to the ball game. Uh, weirdly charming. <laughs> I, I, li mean, I like it way more than I think I should. I like it a lot. I mean, yeah, they, I think Buzz has gone on record on saying he likes sports without a clock to it. So he likes golf. He likes baseball. 
There's a very funny footage on YouTube. Uh, the golfing one? Uh, well, oh, when he took the day off. There's that one. I was going to bring up when he went to a Twins game. And they were just looking at random people. And the announcers were like, who, who is this guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And right. like he didn't know he, he was on TV. The announcers yeah. didn't know. They, it's just like, what what is up with his hair? And it's this buzz, like trying to enjoy a, a ball game. And these announcers are like, where did this guy come from? Oh my god. They had no idea. But yeah, him, no. him uh him being interviewed at a golf course is also funny. There's the one uh, I think he took Dale and uh Steven to to golf or whatever. Yeah. That was a pretty funny one. That's sweet. Oh, I love that. God damn. Uh, if any of you take me to golf, I will, I will kill you. I will never, I would, I, will, I would love to go golfing. I, I couldn't play. I couldn't, I would I, not do well. I will, I will never. Part, it's a very non-judgmental will, sport. I will. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I thought oh. it was just mostly walking. <laughs> Money is lost. Guys are going to get away from their fucking families there. Well, when you get married, you'll need to do that too, I'll Alex. Need, I'll, I'll need to take up golf because any other hobby is an immediate no. Can I go play Magic the Gathering with the guys? No. Can I go play golf? Yes. Sorry. I don't know, man. Magic is pretty nerdy, dude. It is. Let's go, let's go golf, dude. Let's, let's go, go golf. There's the no, boys. There's nothing nerdy about working on your stroke game. All right. You can start with miniature golf. You tell me you don't like miniature there. golf? Oh, no. Miniature golf. Oh, that's fucking count. right. That's yeah, what I that thought. Does, that's that what I thought. Fucking count. It's the gateway there. <laughs> fucking miniature golf all day. Fucking. They should do a golf album. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that would entail, but I know they can. Well, if they can do it, bases loaded, you know. Oh, oh, that's cute. And then the next one will be like par for the course. Four strokes. It's a YMH reference for those of you who get it. Uh, What if it was four strokes and it's the Melvins with the strokes? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) It would never happen, but what if, you know? That's kind of a weirdly poetic bad name for what happened to the singer. He doesn't have a stroke, but he talks Mm. like he does. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I never thought they'd do an album with the Volta guys, but they fucking did. Oh, shit. So Alex's personal favorite, fantastic album. Great stuff. Uh, Wacky and exciting lineup all throughout the whole thing. Great riffing. Oh, hell yeah. On to the next one. On to the next. Uh, I'd say you start with death. I think that's yes. the most fair no, thing. There's no fucking... Yep. Uh, but this came out 2017. A big old fat album. This is our first double album. This is A Walk With Love and Death. The death section of this album. Awesome. Great. Awesome. And I love this song quite a bit. Also... You can tell people don't like this album because it's the only affordable album on Discord. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> affordable secondhand. Let me let me rephrase that. So this is also a bit of a novelty album in a way. Yes. It's got the two two albums in one, but also uh, you got fucking Joey Santiago on here, yeah. and I don't know where. I can't find where no, he's at. I, yeah. Same with Tom Hazelmeyer. He's on here again. And then, yeah, the Terry Gender- Bender is on here. But yeah. I heard her on a track, though, but it's easy to hear her voice. Where, like, Joey Santiago, you're like, he could be doing yeah. anything. Uh, this song rules. I think it's a, it's clean, but it sacrifices no heaviness or kick-assness. Rules. Oh, 
I feel like there's a lot of openers like listening to these where it's like it's the Melvins, but it's like this restrained, yeah. like quieter. Yeah, uh, a handful has been like that. This album does get pretty heavy, but it, it opens up with two pretty mellow songs. It does. I love that. It just happened. Guitar and bass. Guitar plays the line, and then the bass plays the line. They just alternate between each other. The same exact line. Yeah, like this is a... It's this song is way more interesting if you're paying attention to the background and little things. Mm-hmm. Also, worst least favorite. Had a feeling you were gonna say that. Just just for the love album, it's. I understand. I it, gotta say yeah. though, um, you know, I just grouped the worst with least favorite because I don't want to spread any more negativity sure, yeah. across the albums. But um, I think you should though. Yeah, that's what I've been doing like <laughs> the yeah. whole yeah. entire time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, worst I, least favorite for death. Personal favorite love. There you you're, go. You're out of your mind. You're lying. You're lying. Oh, not lying. Shut the... F- Dude, hold on. Is- <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. It's not even oh, shocking to me anymore. I'm just... I don't even... Wait, how? Oh, I don't even... It's not even a good question to ask. Ex- explain? It's, Here we uh, go. Here we go. This is what people pay... Oh if you had to pay money, it's like, this it's is what like, people paid their money for. Let's do it. It's like he's doing it on purpose. I don't even know. No. Well, it's yeah, a, on purpose because I like it. It's a bit at this point. <laughs> You're making a mockery of that? No. Mockery of us, huh? You think it's a game? Wait a minute. You're going to make people not take it seriously. <laughs> I recommend it. Okay. So, <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. So the, so brief overview. Death is a Melvin's album. It's mm-hmm. like a straight up Melvin's album. Love is a soundtrack to a short film. And it, it sounds like a, sh- a soundtrack to a short film. The, pro- yeah. the problem. Well, I'm just going to get this in real quick before Robert goes on his way. The problem <laughs> Is it's not enjoyable at at all? I found it to be not on, enjoyable at all. On its own, me. nothing. I could, I could, I no redeeming value. I, I like the hidden joys quite a lot, and I like yeah. give it to me. I like those two. I like those two tr- tracks really. Yeah, give it to me is the only thing resembling music. It's a song. But yeah, I like the hidden, hidden joys. Hidden is cool. It is very creepy. Very yeah. creepy. Well, you know, because it, it's like a kid who's observing the cover of Stag. I he's did. describing the album cover. Stat, is that what that like is? He's seeing it for the first time. Oh, that's interesting. Oh shit! Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's very cool. Just, actually. I don't know. It's that's even, why I, I knew you guys wouldn't be listening to it. I know no. you guys would be just be hearing it, but not listening to it. Well, I try, but so much of it is just okay. Wait, it's ambient. It's, actually, it's, I want to say, I want to say, go for uh, it. with the exception of Edgar the Elephant, I really like that song, but the rest of it I, just kind of like you don't. You know what? Oh, wow. What? So you don't like any of Death. Oh, I, I like it, but just compared to like Compa- stuff like bases loaded and oh, hold I, it in, it is weaker. But I th- still think it's really good, and that's that's, that's why I couldn't give this anything bad because I think the death side is so cool. <laughs> but it's like 50, 50 It's a basically sh- Sophie's choice. I have to pick something. It's like I don't think it's bad, bad, but right. Like this when guy. I compare it in context, but you also l- love the love. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so explain. Give me that. Okay, I want okay, that. Okay, okay. The Melvins have this unique thing of combining like the creepy with like the hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. This like hits that like just all throughout. And each piece is like they're not that long, like a minute or two. Very each. short. Very yeah, short. Yeah. So it doesn't overstay its welcome. Um personally, it's just me. I've always kind of found like field recordings and that type of stuff really interesting. It just mm. 
it just gets my imagination going. And, um, you know, I haven't, I've seen a little bit like some parts of the film, but mm. it just like, you know, it just makes me just imagine more. I don't know. I just, I mean, like, uh, Parkhead, like I had like this cool moment listening to it. It was like the other day when it was like super, super windy. And like, there's a part where the, I'll call it a song. Yeah. It starts winding down. And like right when that happened, the power went out, the oh lights went out. It was like the perfect timing. This Holy is just shit. like a really like trippy like album to me. And um, you know, and that's followed up with my personal favorite, T-Berg. T-Berg. So what about T-Berg did it for you? Just play it from 3.30. Okay, we're doing it. We're doing it. Oh man. <laughs> so fun. 3.30, you said? Yes. So it really gets going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Are you ready for that drop? You ready for that drop? Bass drop. <laughs> What's the context of this guy? <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's dying. This For those is, who are watching the video, he's dying right now. <laughs> this is gets going. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, see, that's a good ending. So, so to that's, the point. That's thing is, it's not a misrepresentation of the whole album. That's like a lot of what that is. <laughs> it, that's why Alex and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, if you just <laughs> threw them on, on, on random, I couldn't tell you like chicken butt from T-Berg. Well, it's just, it's not, I don't think it's like <laughs> this fucking maniac. <laughs> this Dude, every oh, fucking okay. time. This you fucking guys, Jamoke. You guys don't like, uh, the no, <laughs> no, you don't even know. No, look, it's a, okay. Look at put on parkhead. <laughs> Making us listen to no, this album. No, we're done. We're, we, we still got. I'm cutting you off. You're dr you're fucking drunk. I'm like, cutting you off. Look, you guys want to hear this one for sure. Like everybody needs to hear it. They will hate it. I think most. But here's the thing. They, I they would listen to that and they'd be like, "That's the same fucking song you just played." I really thought this was the worst thing they've done since Prick. No, that's, that's why I find it even more. Per Perplexing because they're like on record about how awful Prick is. Yeah, I think it's better than Prick, but not by that much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get, I get that it's a soundtrack and it's probably an experimental film, and you're doing like these soundscapes. But I feel like this is really the heart of the Melvin series. <laughs> You're a fucking like, troll. You want to bypass and get to like the core, like, like you're a fucking troll. That, that humor, that sense of humor, and that just weird. <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> Any, anyways, Christ Hammer. That song fucking slaps. <laughs> so that was the love uh, part. It is worth the shot. I tell you that. But death. We're back to death a little bit. Christ Hammer. Christ Hammer rules. rules. Yeah, that's the best song on both albums. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know which one I like. Uh, <laughs> you're <laughs> fucking fire. T <laughs> no, it's Tabor. God damn it. <laughs> Get off my fucking podcast. If I ever meet, if I ever meet Buzz, I will tell him personally I love Tabor. <laughs> he won't know what you're talking about. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. I think he does. I think no. He, he probably does. does. He probably does. I'm just. I'm. I don't. I don't even need to know who the guy is yelling or anything like that it's yeah just, i don't need to know like mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, it stands on its own. <laughs> unlike uh, unlike a lemon party, cactus party is actually fun. Cactus party is pretty badass. Uh, but if you like lemon parties, no offense hey to you. Hey, man, it's all good, baby, as long as you keep it away from me and my, <laughs> my family. And you can hear Terry on cactus oh, party. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, Robert's the only one he really likes is Edgar the Elephant. And I do think that is probably my favorite. It's fa- I love I love that song. I, I fucking love it. I uh, f- fuck it. Uh, it didn't stand out to me here, but let me tell you, is an acoustic song. Oh, I know, I know. We'll we'll get there. Uh, but the thing is, yeah. So Alex's worst and Anley's favorite. It's my the, worst. Robert's worst and personal favorite. Worst worst death. Personal favorite for love. Yeah, and I couldn't give it anything because, uh, and it, it was oddly enough a really specific reason because even though I can't, I, I could only get through love once. <laughs> Once I couldn't take Just it. Put it on and go out driving. No, late at night. Fuck no. I I actually I get what you're saying. I that actually sounds like it, I would like it a lot more in that context. Not so much playing Risky Rain too. It's not exactly the greatest ambience for that. But I love Death so much. So I was like, I can't. This is so fucking good. But then again, I've made the argument before. If half of your album is unlistenable, you in have. my opinion, you you fail. You have. But, and here's the reason I didn't give it worse anything. Hypocrite. <laughs> on streaming. They put, put death, death first. first. Yes. And that alone, it, I mean, that the, you could just end it after, you know. I mean, technically, even if you have, like, the vinyls, you don't have to fucking. Yeah. 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 I think maybe that's why I, I liked Love so much, because Death was first. And then it was just like, oh, this is getting good. I listened to Love first. So did I, and I uh, fucked up. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that was a bad one. But bad yes, way. you can get cool limited versions of this album for $40, because everyone fucking hates the love section interesting and but it got really pretty I, decent reviews too i don't get it and yeah i would say yeah if you're fantastic work of art <laughs> it is it is a piece of art i will tell you that it is not so, so much of a, a, an album is that what you call garbage art damn sorry you gotta throw hands stab him with one of your many paintbrushes i see a lot there oh yeah <clears throat> Uh, well, you'll see what I'll do with those at some point. <laughs> it's a threat. Uh, Robert's but, like, time to meet T and Burger. <laughs> T and Berg. 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 Sorry. Whatever the fuck you it's called. You sure you don't want to hear a little bit of... Uh, no. Parkhead? No. <laughs> hey, fi- final offer. Final offer. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Y'all don't say that. Oh, uh, shit. All right. We're on to the next. We got a couple more. This came out 2018. This is Pickus Abortion Technician. It two bass players instead of two drummers. Yep, yep. Which just makes me want to see a version of the Melvins with two bass players and two drummers at the same time. That's a big bottom, dude. One still just buzz on guitar though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> big bottoms. Big bottom. Sorry, this is good song. Great song. Great song. Fun song. So this is a cover. This is a two covers in one. This is stopped by from what? Free? Is it free? I don't even know that. No, I don't know who it is. It was written by Jerry uh, Rogovoy. Rogovoy. Ragovoy. Is this um Steve singing or Dale? I thought it was probably Steve. I think it's Steve. Yeah. He overall has a stronger voice than Dale, I'd say. I actually uh, like this album a lot. Really? Yeah. Um, it's uh, 
kind of deceptive at first because well, we I mean this, this part sounds normal enough and then I mean is it uh, I don't think anybody put a timestamp for when the second cover oh, comes when on it, when it gets very Primus like well I mean when it just when covers it, the bottle surfers oh no yeah. I didn't so well, this it is, turns into a puddle. Yeah. Song. So this is Stop Moving to Florida. The, the Stop is the first cover. Moving to Florida is the second one. Uh, Puddle Surfers fans will very much be familiar with that song. Very familiar. Classic, classic Puddle Surfers song. I never liked it. You never liked it? You don't I, like the lyrics? I like the lyrics a lot. Yeah. I think it's very, I think it's hilarious. Actually, but I, I'll just say I saw them uh, do that live and Buzz did such a great job with the vocals. Oh, for, for with moving to Florida? Yeah, he, he was born to sing that song. Yeah, well, he, he did like his own version, like his, his like his really demented kind of like crazy, way better than the album version. Uh, sorry, Worsley's favorite. Ooh, yeah, this one is the only one where I was like, uh, I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it at all. But I guess it's kind of a lit down because. Um, I already forgot what are words. It's the most normal sounding album they've ever done. It's this, one of the most normal sound. Yeah, hold it. It you're like, ooh, Pincus is bad. Yeah. I, I, so I get, I get that aspect of it, and it's the most like <laughs> garage rock thing, which is like, I think because of McDonald. Uh, well, it's also half covers. You know, eight songs total, and. It's also it's, really short, though. It's very short. It is very but short. But it's still like, ah, uh, like, okay, so. You know, you it know. It opens up with, like, those, so Embrace the Rub. Well, we'll go on, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I just, fucking, Don't Forget to Breathe is a five out of five star Oh, yeah. Song. 100%. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Um, love how creepy, uneasy it is, and then you. Got those get, Asian sounding plucks. Yeah, it's just it is, like exactly. holy shit! Like it's a banjo, it's a banjo, it's a banjo. Okay, okay, right. okay. I, whatever. <laughs> I guess. Well, you know, banjos can sound Asian. I mean, to me, that song alone is is worth it. And then, um, flamboyant, flamboyant, flamboyant duck. That's the yep. one. Those, that, oh fantastic. man, those two songs are so cool. That back I to can't. back. Yeah, Th- I mean, those are fucking incredible. Uh, but I mean, I don't even dislike the rest. One of the things I don't like are honestly the intro, "Stop Moving to Florida," and then "Break Bread." Break Bread is the only song. That one won me over because of that weird bass part. It's was, like this weird chord slide thing. Like I mm. was going to say, that's the only song where I like noticed two basses where like I didn't have to like lean in and listen for it. I didn't even know there was two basses in the whole thing. I thought they just switched off. No, oh, just, oh, I timestamped 46 seconds. On Break Bread? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Break Bread. No, you can hear like two basses playing on it. 46. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. I finally did it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, no, you said 40 seconds in. 46, yeah. Oh, maybe I went a little too far. I think you went a little too far. I think you went a little try 40 seconds. This guy. Okay. It'll, it'll come around again. I'm going to go 20 seconds in. Oh, we're back to 40 here. Yeah, you really can't hear the two bases. There's, I know what he's talking about. I didn't timestamp it. 
but yeah, mm-hmm. it's there. It's that that's the most noticeable song. The slight thing at the end that I did catch that as well. Um, it, it, that one just feels like the most. I mean, that's the most generic hard rock song I think they've ever ever done. I mean, yeah. it's up there, uh, which is why I don't care for it so much. But after that, you got the the very endearing cover of "I Want to Hold Your Hand." I I have mixed feelings about that. I wish it was just like full fully like slowed down and twisted because it's yeah. like they kind of flirt with it they, yeah, yeah. They, they do make some arrangement changes but nothing drastic is i remember seeing them play that live and i was like oh that's so nice that's so fun <laughs> oh wow <laughs> well it's got a noisy outro yeah it's still melvin's melvin's the fuck out for sure uh but it is uh, you know damn well it's very recognizable. I can't think of another Beatles cover that I probably like as much as that one. Really? I can't think. None's coming to mind right now, but I really like that cover. I don't think about Beatles covers too much, honestly. Because what can you do? I know. <laughs> we're just going to, yeah. I will say pre nut butter. Brilliant, brilliant name for a song. It's a great name. Yes. Good, good great intro. Name. Yeah. I like it. It's 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 also really weird seeing that song being Buzz's only writing credit on a non-covers album. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. Like everything else written by Pincus uh, or it's a cover. Um or also um Flamboyant Duck was co-written by Dale. Mm. But Pincus pretty much for everything else. Not enough buzz. Not enough buzz. Not enough buzz. Uh and they the closer, they close it with Graveyard, another butthole surface cover, which I love. I mean, I mm. love the original anyway. Uh, that was on Locus Abortion Technician, I'm, I'm sure. It was like two two versions of it on that album, right? That's, yeah, yeah, the slowed down one and then yeah, the regular yeah. like rock one. Man. And then, yeah, that's probably why this album is called... Pinkest Abortion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was expecting a lot more Butthole Surfers-ness with a, with a title with the like title that. title like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, all, and I was honestly expecting more heaviness. Maybe, like, yeah, I was, I was pretty let down by this one. Uh, Fair, yeah. but also... Those two tracks in the middle. Those two tracks in the middle. God damn yeah, classics. Yeah. It's so, pretty consistent. I mean, it just it keeps it at a level, maintains it, and it's over before you know it. Can't complain. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but got two more. The two that were just released. One of them I talked about a lot. One of them I briefly mentioned in our, our year-end episode. But let's get into it. This came out 2021. This is Working With God. Underground, fuck around. I fuck around. This puts a fucking smile on my face. I love this cover so much. And all they did is put fuck in it. But it's still, like, they nailed the vocal harmonies. They yeah. did it right. Fuck's fucking up and down this fucking street. I gotta find a fucking place where the fuck hits me. That reminds me of my uh, friend in high school. He would do this thing called uh, the motherfucking remix, oh. where you just see how many times you can fit it. motherfucking in between. I bet it's a lot. Yeah, you could do it a lot. Yeah. This just reminded me how much I love the Beach Boys. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we all get the idea. They like to replace words with fuck. Yes. Fun, fun album. Fun album. Uh, I, I don't w- love it, though. I don't it's love it. Either. I don't love it. Uh, that's why I didn't make my year end list, but I still like it. Uh, the, I, if it is maybe a bold claim, their silliest album ever. Yeah. yeah. Silliest. F- funnest. Oh, silly, yeah. Because then there's also uh, the what's the other fuck song? Uh, uh, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's cute. I think it's funny. It's not. I don't think it's a great song on its own, though, so much. Uh, but there's some like 
straight ahead, like by the books, Melvin things that yeah. are still really good. Negative no no. Hell yeah. Just heavy, heavy, heavy. Hell yeah. Uh bouncing Rick. That's almost like a it's not honey bucket, obviously, but no. you know. Uh the same yeah, the, kind of like spirit. The maggot esque faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't love that one so much. Uh, it's it's okay though. Uh, I do like Caddy Daddy a lot. And then Brian the Horse Face Goon grew on me. Like the intro, I think is it's silly, uh, so silly and stupid and kind of annoying. That guitar part is just becomes hypnotic. After it does. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's almost like a binaural beat where it's like they're just slightly off. And uh, but the the song itself totally grew on me. Oddly enough. It uh, it made me. It reminded me of being in high school. It's like, oh, we used to call people horse face. Oh yeah, it's very. So everybody mean, did yeah. that. <laughs> no, everyone did. We sure did. Well, every every male did. Oh, We're fucking course, assholes. Yeah. Uh, boy, Mike is another. Uh, you know, honey bucket, the maggot style. I think it's solid as well. Yeah. Oh, and then, the, yeah. The, there's these cool vocals at the end of that one. Mm, I don't Boy, Mike, yeah. Yeah, my favorite song, obviously, Hot Fish. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. It's, I, it's so goofy. I, I like it. It's it's goofy. Hot Fish. <laughs> it masters being goofy with the heavy and just brings it together. It's it's very twisted. It's The lyrics sound fucking gross. <laughs> You're singing about literal hot fish. It's, it's great. It's very, like, Zappa- beef heart in spirit the lyrics yeah it's goofy uh, i just don't care for the riffs the main riffs too much i think very chromatic i think my favorite song on here and strictly like nostalgia is uh good night sweetheart it's yeah. cute i like it a lot oh, too. the ending is it's great crazy because they would do that with i'm sorry i'm this is i'm a, I'm a simp for cody and jared they would and their sets with Cody and Jared doing oh. that. And I'm glad there's finally a recorded version. Mm. But the crime here is Jared fucking made that song and you get a little taste of it. But like live was just so fucking unhinged. Uh-huh. He this like be up there with the mic going like for like minutes just doing that like vocalizing that part and it's just it always like made me laugh and smile and then to like hear it but not the like full insanity yeah i still like it i still like it it's it always it always makes me think of this being a fucking psychopath and subjecting people to go da, 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 you should da, listen da. to love one more time <laughs> I like when a man is scatting a man is scatting not when the actual music is scatting <laughs> oh shit uh, it's, a, it's a really endearing outro uh, I like it a lot uh, even though it's, it's not even really a song it's just a kind of goofy fun thing uh but before that hooned or hun i think it's hooned yeah uh strong as well and it's, it's like most of the album is like all right i like it i don't love it i like it I don't it's, it's mostly inconsistent but still a lot in here that i do enjoy the mm. funny thing about this one was i think the first impression was stronger than the repeat list oh really i don't i think when i first listened to everything i thought oh maybe this is gonna be the best one. uh-huh uh-huh and uh, I, I was like, oh, new Melvin's album, making my year end. And then I listened to it a few times. I'm like, sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. Yeah, I like it, but it, it obviously I like something else more. Uh, but they're still at it. They're still being, we, and that's the thing, another, another overarching theme. They're still 
wildly unpredictable. Like oh, for every sure. every yeah. episode is like, man, these guys are sh- unpredictable, huh? And still, still, da, 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 yeah. like still completely unpredictable. Oh my god, puts a fucking smile on my face, man. I love these guys. God damn. Uh, so yeah, even when you don't love it, it's still like, well, I didn't see that coming. This is fucking hilarious. Uh, but we got one more. Give me the Jared remix of Goodnight, Sweet Darling. Okay, yeah, one more. One more, baby. One more. There it is. 2021 as well. This is Five-Legged Dog. The superior version of Edgar the Elephant. I love it. It's called superior, but I do like it a whole lot. I, well, yeah, that's just, I think it's way, I love this version way more. God, it's so good. I love how big the this like man you really hear those symbols yeah yeah ring on this it's like they went like no we're we're deliberately not using brushes we're hitting with sticks Dale's fat ass <laughs> fucking two by four size sticks <laughs> you just check it see him in the Home Depot trying to pick out dress. <laughs> Well, the funny thing about this album is it's always, um, obviously it's an acoustic album, but yep. uh, to me it's just as much a vocal album. Yep. The strangest vocals that probably on any Melvin's album. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is, it's a lot, but what I, what I appreciate about it is we've never done an acoustic album we're not going to taper it off and give you like multiple albums, which they still could because they have thousands of, I'm sure, or I'm exaggerating. They're like 500 songs, like no like no joke. So they could do a part two, but I kind of just appreciate we've never done one. We're just going to package all of it into one one thing. Yeah. It's it's overwhelming, but like it's here, it needs to be. Here yeah. you go. Here you go. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, everyone knows I this is on my year-end list. I like this album quite a bit. And it's two and a half hours. Okay, sure. It's real long. That's a lot. But it, I love that it's that long. And I don't like long albums, but I mm. love that this is that long because this is 36 of their best songs. There's not a single bad song on the whole fucking out. Like great selection. It just shows like how impressive their entire career was. It's kind they of can, like a best it's well, kind of like a best of. Yeah. Which is. But, but there's still stra- a new album too. Yeah, kind of. But, but it's also strange choices. Like unusual. Cho- I wasn't expecting shit from, from Ozma to be on here. Oh no. Oh, Oven like, is so good. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I Flies was the one f- for me where I'm like, oh, sh- well, not the first one, but the one of. And then I think you said it on the year end. Like, why would you do an acoustic version of Hung Bunny? But it's fucking amazing dude it's a different song yeah, it, yeah I mean, like robert said earlier it's vocally driven now yeah. it's a vocal song mm-hmm. whereas before it was just you know instrumental sludge for the most part that's what's funny because uh i flies i kind of it made me notice for the first time hey this is a good vocal line <laughs> it's a great it's a great yeah. vocal line uh, but, i uh, always thought that but you just really you know to um, me the be- the best songs on here were the ones that caught me off guard like hung bunny and then later on like a halo of flies like whole dude it's Holy one of the shit. best covers. I absolutely yeah. adore it's, it. It's so good. It's like, it's medieval sounding. It's kind of majestic at times. Like the, it, so, I would, the most surprising thing was how many of these fucking songs translate just 
beautifully to acoustic when they're hit. I mean, the muffins are the heaviest fucking band ever. Like, well, oh, I just got a flashback. I think I made that call on the first episode where I was good? saying, oh, some of these songs would probably work with a different arrangement acoustically. And I named like pitfalls and serving water oh, oh, yeah. at the stake. Yep. At the stake, I think is like awesome. one of the, I don't know, I love best it. covers of their own song. It's <laughs> so good. It's, it's, it's like super. It's like a minute and a half or whatever, but it's like it's almost alternative rock. It's fucking. It's great. It's great. Um, not much has changed, but I just I love "Don't Forget to Breathe" so much. It's oh yeah, it's almost the same song. But it's almost I'm, the same song. But it's I'm not gonna fucking complain. This give me more of that song. Fucking, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe how good it sounded acoustically. It's just they've just fucking like, nailed it. After listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah. They, well, after all of them, you're like, of course that makes sense. I don't know. They're there are some I didn't even like note all of them because it's a beefy song, beefy album. But like, like I don't I don't care for the the version of Hooch. It's not. Oh, really? It's not bad. Nothing's bad on here. But yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just kind of appreciate like we're gonna do, and they may do more. But in in theory, we're gonna do one acoustic album. Yeah. Here you go. With everything, it, it's so many. Like so, like Hooch, uh, I like it too. I like it, but um, the vo- I think the vo- the vocals are jarring. I do think they work overall though, because so many of these songs are like, okay, I used to scream this and yell this, but now we're into this giant wall of vocal harmonies and mm-hmm. make it really pretty, and it's it's just unusual. And it, I think it works for a lot of them. Um, it's weird. I I flies is the only song I felt lacked. Like I was missing the punch of the original, uh, whereas most of them. Like like all the big business era songs, still feel super giant and heavy. Like you know, even New War God and, and uh, Billy Fish and well, what are some of the ones later on? Uh, well, I don't know if this is going to be a hot more. take, but um, I think I like the Turtles cover better than the original. Oh, that's right. It's uh, was it Sway? Uh, outside Chance. Nah, that's not oh, Sway. Oh no, Outside Chance. S- Sway was Stones Rolling Stones. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting mixed up. Um, I don't know if I remember the original. It's on like Nuggets. Oh, that's where I heard it. Yeah, you know what? That's a it's a fair point. Um, while we're talking about vocal harmonies, f- fucking, I don't know why. I always like the words to "We Are Doomed," so th- that's another like track where I'm like, yeah, that feels feels right. That one's great, just as good as the original, I think, which we haven't covered yet, but we will mm. on the EP episode. Um, and I mean, I talked about this on the the year end, but they cover "Fly Paper" by Brainiac. And first of all, like no one was expecting a Brainiac cover. And then second, they changed the riff so slightly to make it happier. Yeah. And it just fucking works. Yeah. God damn. It's great. Good. So I, I do not recommend listening to this all in one go. I would, I would just break it up into sections. Yeah. It's technically two, two discs. If it was like CD, you know, but still very, but like, I just so like, pleased with the, the choice of track listing, mm-hmm. uh, and then this version of, of Growing Disgust, I think, is my favorite version easily. I feel like, I mean, God damn, that song is great. You did allude to that earlier. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and then other songs like Anaconda has a completely different intro. The same with Night Goat, completely different oh, intro, yeah. uh, which is like little things that they didn't need to do, but it just fucking, it, it makes things, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Also, I should have looked at my notes when you bought up Pitfalls. Um, I'm glad they revisited that because, yes. I think that album's underrated. Oh yeah, 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 and it's yeah, it's cool to like 
we still remember. Exactly. I was super happy to see honky stuff on here. Same with the, uh, love, was it Lovely Butterflies? There's even bootlicker stuff on here. There was even bootlicker stuff on here, which I think I felt like felt and sounded a lot different than the originals. Very mm-hmm. different. Very yeah. Different. Uh, which is interesting because that's a little bit ironic because that was like their, their first mellow album. And those translate the most differently to this, uh, this acoustic album. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. It also made me really want to go back to Stoner Witch just because, oh, I Stoner mean. Stoner Witch is so good. God damn, the Revolve on here is amazing. Queen, I always, I, I always have Queen stuck in my head and I never remember what album it's on. Really? Yeah. I, exactly, yeah. No. Ah, love it. That uh, kind of brings us. I guess that's the end. Oh my goodness. We did it. We did it, guys. We got through every standard album studio album we're not done but we are done with the, the heavy lifting the main line yeah, holy true, yes. crap and this is why we don't do big discographies because it takes us it took <laughs> us almost a year well not, 30 weeks yeah or yeah well, i mean we could have done them back to back but i think that would have driven you guys insane yeah. it would have driven us insane that's not fair to the fair to the band at all no especially one that these 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 all deserve multiple listens these are all i mean they don't have any bad albums except for the stuff that robert likes <laughs> <laughs> you don't like hold it in <laughs> prick yeah i'm kidding I don't, I don't i never do prick personal fear or electro I retard <laughs> I, I, I like electro retard i like electro retard uh but oh shit i guess well i, I mean, might as well wrap it up thank you for listening and watching man that, that flew by that one is this the quickest one? No. Okay. It's it, well, <laughs> this out of one the three. Out of the three, it, eh, it might be second place. Okay. I, think the, I think the last one was was shorter. Um, I felt like I lived here recording that second one for some reason. Really? Like I felt like I was here for a week for some reason. The first one was was significantly longer than <laughs> like all of them. Yeah. Uh, but go check those out. Those were very fun. Very fun. Just, I assure you. There was no shortage of hot takes by Robert on every single one of them. There's, every single one had something. Every single one had something. He is the Kramer to our... Tune in to the Athenian Marketplace on NTS Radio <laughs> if you want more more of love. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, you know what? Let's do a little recap. Uh, best. Hold it in. Uh, personal favorite. Base is loaded. Worst. Least favorite. A walk with love and death. Robert. Best album, hold it in. Uh, worst, least favorite, death, and I love love. I <laughs> mean, worst personal favorite, or worst what least favorite. I, what that's what right. I say? Worst least favorite slash personal. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a first for us. <laughs> Not surprised. It's from. Uh, uh holy shit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, hold it in. Best personal favorite. Hell yes. And uh, pinkest portion technician. Worst least favorite. Unusual choice, but you know, you know, things happen. Uh, so what are they up to now? I know they just released like a not release, but it was like a on demand. Oh, it was it was it a concert? Yeah, well, we did yeah. the uh, well before we were watching their cover of Spoon Man. Looks That's right. Like they got an EP coming out. Yep, and which then, uh, hopefully will be out by the time we record the loose ends. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I don't know if they're still on tour with Ministry right now, or if that tour even happened. I don't know what's going on with touring these days, but yeah. uh, you know. I know they I'm, recently canceled a bunch of dates in uh, OC and LA and stuff. Oh, that probably, yeah, that was with ministry then. Um, yeah, I'm going to make an effort to see them this year because I, I miss them. Miss them. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never had a bad experience at one of those shows. It always just feels like I'm, I'm with my people. Yeah. 
so plugs. Yeah, I guess I guess we're gonna do the wrap up plugs. I think we should let uh, Michael choose the last song. No, because um, you. Whoa, yeah, he's right. A, no, for he's sure. right. That's 100. a little ahead. Because yeah, you. Had, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you had episode one. I had episode two. I knew we were gonna. Uh, I thought about that too. I was like, all right. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna keep something in mind. No. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and watching. If you want to help us out, please subscribe on the YouTubes and all. Well, subscribe everywhere, but YouTube helps a lot. Please let us be seen by the almighty evil algorithm. Leave comments, likes, share, all that horse shit because we can't control the future. We're all going to die. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Pander Monkey. You can follow Alex on Instagram at Mother Puncture. And Robert at HoodPass.Wick. Hell yeah. Athenian Marketplace. You can find links to all his stuff and... Um, yeah, you find links to all the stuff in the description. Uh, listen to his record, Out of Korea. Hell yes, hell yes. Um, Spotify playlist on Melvin's. You know where to go. Description. And lastly, patreon.com slash every album ever. Please give us money. We're dying. I can't find a job. It's getting scary. Uh, bonus episodes, early access, loose ends episodes, 20% off all merch. And of course, tier two gets to jump the line and actually get us to listen to the bands they want us to listen to. So please do that. Thank you. But... Here we are, baby. I hope you don't want anything off Melvin's light. Here we go. Here we go. Out of love. This is T-Berg. No, no. Come on, hot fish. It's been, <laughs> it's been in my head way too long. I'm going with the acoustic growing disgust. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. See ya.